Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to another week and another episode of the Review It Rob show. I'm, of course, your host, Review It Rob, coming at you with so much news this week. And I've got a review for a movie called Ad Astra, starring Brad Pitt. Probably said the name wrong, but whatever. You're not new to the show, you know how it goes. But I um, hope everybody out there has been doing good, enjoying yourselves as, um, you know, things are going on. But, um, yes. But nonetheless, mostly not a whole lot going on with me. I want to go ahead and start off the episode by, uh, he probably doesn't even listen to my show, but um, as the recording of this episode, it is a friend of mine's uh, birthday. So we're going to do a birthday shout out to Mr. Wonderful himself over there on Twitter at Wonderful Radio. Nick, happy birthday, brother. You awesome dude. Loved uh, hanging out with you at HHN last year. Sad that we can't do it this year, but... Awesome dude, always cool to hang out with, always cool to talk to and interact with. Uh, we've Our podcasts have jumped over, all the Disnoids and Haunters podcasts have jumped over together. So happy birthday, Nick, hope you enjoyed it, and talk to you whenever I get to talk to you. But happy birthday to you. Going going on to uh, this show, um, last week's episode, talked about doing it, and last night I did this, I watched Fantasy Island again. Um, if you remember... My feelings about Fancy Island. First viewing, didn't like it at all. Second viewing was a little bit better, so wanted to give it the old third times, third time, third Lux charm dealio. Third times a charm. That's what I was trying to say. Um, so I wanted to give that a try and see if the third viewing would be any better for Fancy Island. Because again, I can't fathom not loving something that my uh, one of my favorite actresses, Lucy Hale, being in. And a third viewing, it was better. Still still overall not in love with the movie, but I enjoyed it more this time around. I think I've gotten used to what the idea of the film is and how everything feels with it. So third time around with the film, I don't hate it as much as I did the first time. I think I've gotten really used to it, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough to where I would probably end up purchasing it uh, when the uh, price drops down. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, third viewing was not nearly as horrible. You know, so that was good. That's fine. Maybe if I watch it the fourth time, you're like, I love this movie. But yeah, the third time watching it, I knew a lot of the stuff that was going on. So paying attention to everything and taking in the whole idea a little bit more. And uh wasn't didn't feel as disappointed watching the film this time. Enjoyed it more. Still don't like Lucy Hale's character at the beginning of the film. But as the film goes on, uh, she, her character's better, I think. Um rest of the cast... Here and there with them, uh, the, the brothers are awesome still. I always laugh at those two, so those two are always fun. Um, but yeah, finally watched Fancy Island. I enjoy uh, for the third time. I enjoyed it. You know, it was a good, it was a good revisit. It was a good revisit. Still not fully in love with it, but nice to revisit. But other than that, have been a whole lot going on. Just working, uh, playing some video games, uh, watching some movies. Other than that, not much going on. So, let's go ahead and transition into movie news. going to start off with news that broke today. Tron 3 looks like it is um, close to actually happening. Tron 3 has been rumored for a while, and today they announced Garth Davis, who directed Lion, to be the director for Tron 3, starring Jared Leto. Um, the plot details are still under wraps. Of course, the original film released back in 1982... Uh, Legacy, released in 2010, that film uh, was profitable. It earned, I believe the budget was like $170 million, and it made $400-something million. So it was profitable. 
And um, the problem, though, was that the film did receive mixed reviews. And the, uh, the movie Tomorrowland that came out after it had a very poor performance, which, you know, led to the stalling of Tron 3 as they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do over there. Um, fast forward to 2017, or, well, you know, well, at that time, yeah, fast forward to 2017, the rumor started that there is a Tron 3 in the works with Jared Leto set to star. And now here we are in 2020 with... The rumor's back in full force. We now have a director. Jared Leto's still attached to Star. So, John 3, bring it on, man. You got the ride coming at, um... You already have the ride open in one of the parks. You have the ride coming to Magic Kingdom, I want to say, next year. So, it seems like a good idea to go ahead and ramp this up. Definitely could market it off of the ride opening and be like, Hey, ride the mo- um the rides out. Check out this movie. They kind of, you know, check out what this helped inspire this movie kind of deal. So... Good idea there. So while things are moving with Tron 3, unfortunately, Star Trek is very much stalled right now. Uh, up in the air for like the past four years. Basically, Star Trek Beyond was the last film that came out with the new trilogy of the Star Trek uh, series. Um, after that, the, they tried to go forward with the film, but there was cast contractual issues. Then there was a report of an R-rated Quentin Tarantino film. Um... So, I mean, the Star Trek thing has just been back and forth. Uh, the report the report was from sources that Holly Howley's, who's going to do the film uh, before the contractual issues ended up happening, uh, he was, was actually set to bring in a new cast of characters rather than bringing back the Calvin cast. And um, basically, the I, the plot of the the plot of the movie would have been the protagonists are racing to try to cure a deadly virus, which seems very appropriate for the time we're in right now. But, you know, that, of course, is stalled. Um, then the, going to the R-rated Tarantino uh, rumors, he has apparently unofficially dropped out of the project, but uh, stated it would most likely be made at some point, with the story being based around a Star Trek episode, classic Star Trek episode, set earthbound in a 30s gangster setting. Um, both of those projects, of course, are... As I mentioned, stalled at the moment. Uh, reports are suggesting that the Tarantino film is the most likely to be considered a viable option to carry the franchise forward, seen as a possible spinoff like um, Logan was to X-Men, and then, then they can move forward with any plans to figure out how they want to move forward with the Kelvin timeline, or even one of the... or any other kind of timeline. Um... Personally, I would love to see another Star Trek film with the cast we have. I think, um, like I said, I I enjoyed the trilogy a lot. I thought they did some great stuff for that trilogy. I enjoyed all three films. And, I mean, Star Trek is still a viable option with uh, Picard has been doing well. And Discovery's doing good. So, yeah, still a viable option by all means. And I say go ahead and work on that and bring us some more Star Trek, baby. Um, Other news that broke is that... John Wick 5 has been confirmed, while John Wick 4 hasn't even been released yet. Keanu Reeves, of course, will be back, and he's uh, the f- sequels are planned to be shot back-to-back. Uh, the sequel to John Wick 4, or the sequel, John Wick 4, is currently scheduled for May 27th, Memorial Day weekend. Um, yeah, kind of crazy for them to go ahead and announce a fifth film coming before the fourth film has even been released, so I guess we can pretty much guess that John Wick survives uh, John Wick 4, but we'll see what happens. Nonetheless, I'm always here for uh, some more Keanu Reeves, you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, speaking of Keanu Reeves, Bill and Ted, of course, was announced. That film is still releasing in theaters, but is also releasing video on demand. Speaking of releases on video demand, on demand, another movie I have been uh, looking forward to. Janelle Monae's uh, Antebellum thriller film it will be heading straight to video on demand September 18th for 1999. Uh, Antebellum isn't entirely for going the big screen. They will have some international movie theater releases. Antebellum in Antebellum, Monet portrays a successful author, author, Arthur, <laughs> author, who finds herself trapped during the era of American slavery and must find a way to escape from the horrifying reality. That movie, by the way, I remember the first time seeing that trailer, and I think I saw it in theaters for the first time. I'm like, dude, this movie looks really cool and entertaining, and it looks like it's going to be a fun watch. Um, I'm sure it's dealing with racism and a bad time, so it's going to be some stuff that's pretty hard to watch. But, I mean, the film looks like it's worth watching. So, you people who love the video on demand stuff, 1999, I suggest... Uh, Watching the trailer and see how you feel about it, but that seems like a movie that's going to be worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. I will see it in theaters if it comes around towards me. Speaking of, theaters will be opening soon in this area. I'm super stoked about it. Um, also super stoked about something else opening, Spirit Halloween. <laughs> um, the Halloween store is opening on the 15th of this month, so super stoked and excited about that. Can't wait to get some kind of Halloween action going on. Uh, speaking of Halloween action, I've completely taken a turn, but hey, this show's the Twisted Show, baby. Um, there was an ounce of a haunt. Um, I had previously mentioned on another episode, Halloween Horror Nights was postponed until next year. Also, Scarowins has been postponed as well, if you will, because Carowinds is closed for the year. So, didn't know if I was going to have any kind of haunts to do this year. Happy to announce that a uh, haunt in my local area here in South Carolina is uh going on they're doing some auditions right now hopefully we're going to be able to talk to somebody on the disnoids podcast about that so stay tuned for that one um other news that came out today very much rumored nothing has been confirmed whatsoever about this go ahead and preface that before we're going into this but there's a rumor that came out today that physical media such as 4k uh blu-ray dvds will no longer be offered by disney and that includes of course fox films as well because disney now owns Fox Films. This, of course, has not been confirmed in any way whatsoever by Disney, but there is a report that Disney will be foregoing physical media, as, of course, they have the Disney Plus outlet, and that will bring people in to uh, their streaming service by saying this is the only way you can see the films. I am somebody who personally loves collecting um, physical media, and... You know, I'm not into that idea, but with that said, I don't buy a whole lot of Disney films as it is. So, not a huge hit to me, but I know there's a lot of people out there who love Disney. And, well, I mean, they got the Fox films as well, so maybe that's kind of a hit for me. But nonetheless, just rumor right now. Nothing confirmed about this whatsoever, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, in my future wife news, <laughs> totally kidding, maybe, uh, Selena Gomez has uh, picked has booked a television show. She is set to star alongside Steve Martin and Martin Short. What a tandem. In uh, Hulu's straight-to-series comedy, Only Murders in the Building, the series will revolve around three strangers who share an obsession with true crime who suddenly find themselves wrapped up in one. Gomez will, of course, be playing the third stranger alongside Short and Martin. I'm here for Selena Gomez, if you cannot tell already. Huge fan of that lady. 
and can't wait to see that show. That show is definitely going to be something worth checking out. Um, more television news. This one I'm um, iffy on. Uh, Amazon has ordered a league of their own to series. Of course, the film, uh, the show will be based or inspired by the 1992 Penny Marshall film. The hour-long series will tell the story of an entire generation of women who dreamed of playing professional baseball. The show will also explore race and sexuality following the journey of a whole new ensemble of characters as they carve their path towards the field, both in the league and outside of it. League of Their Own, one of my all-time favorite films, easily one of my top ten favorite films. God, I love that film so much. I remember watching it so many times growing up. Had the VHS, probably destroyed the VHS watching it so many times. So... Them announcing that they're doing a show, cool, but um, a little skeptical. I don't want them to, you know, do what you're going to do with it. Things get remade. Sometimes they're awesome. My favorite horror movie of all time is Rob Zombie's Reimagining Halloween. I love the Friday the 13th remake. That's my favorite Friday the 13th film, so um, remakes can be good. Child's Play remake, they did a good job with that. Um, so, yeah, sometimes all those things are horror movies, by the way, but um, sometimes remakes work. My um, my thought process going into this, hopefully they don't um, do anything too drastic, but you know at the same time they're going to do what they have the artistic creativity to do, and that by no means will ruin anything that came before it. So the 1992 film that I love so dearly will not be erased from creativity. It's still there for me to enjoy and watch, even if I don't enjoy that show. Um, also TV news going to film. The wonderful, amazing James Wan is teaming up with Spyglass to do an adaptation of 80s series Knight Rider to bring it to film. Uh, well, the film will totally report. Good lord, I can't talk. Will reportedly take place during present time and is set to maintain an anti-establishment tone that the original show had. Uh, of course, the show centers around Michael Knight, crime-fighting driver who is being assisted by a smart high-tech car called Kit. Breaking news for you here, I've never seen an episode of uh, Knight Rider, but it's James Wan's news, so I'm into it. Love everything James Wan's given me. Obviously, y'all know how much I love the Conjuring universe, and um, good on him working on that. James Wan, busy man, of course. As the before-mentioned Knight Rider show he's got coming. Also, the before-mentioned Conjuring universe, the Conjuring, the devil made me do it, is coming. Uh, you have Aquaman 2 coming, and you have Mortal Kombat coming as well. So, and countless other things. I'm sure James Wan's got his hands in. But um, but all that stuff, speaking of Mortal Kombat, we've got some cast news for you. Uh, we've got Makad Brooks playing Jax. We've got Chin Han as Shang Tsung. Hiroyuki Sandia. Good lord, I suck my names. I said it perfectly fine earlier when I was writing these notes, but Sadana as uh, Scorpion. Ludi Lin as Liu Kang. Ludi Lin, freaking Black Ranger from the 2017 Power Rangers movie, uh, which is pretty funny and interesting that I have this news here for this episode because over the weekend I shared uh, four films that I love that pretty much everybody seems to hate, and the 2017 Power Rangers movie was on that list. Um, you know, just going over that list a little bit. Rob Zombie's Halloween, absolutely love and adore. Before uh, mentioned, Power Rangers 2017, The Amazing Spider-Man, and what was the other one? Good Lord, I'm blinking. But you know, nonetheless, 
it's nothing new for me to love films that apparently a lot of people hate, <laughs> you know. But I'm still here for it because I'm into what I'm into. Uh, back to the casting news. Sissy Stinger, Stringer will be Melina. Uh, Tadanubu Asano will be playing Raiden. Uh, Josh Lawson, hey, there's an easy name, will be Kano. Uh, Jessica Makami as Sonya Blade. Joe Taslin as Sub-Zero. Max Hong as Kung Lao. Uh, these, that's just some of the casting news right there. A lot of great characters in there. We got Melina, man, that's awesome. Kung Lao, so... So many awesome people in this film. This is going to be some great stuff. The film is rated R for gore. Remember, there's news that there will be plenty of awesome fatalities in the film. The film is coming spring 2021. Can't wait for some Mortal Kombat. That's going to be a great time, man. I'm so into it and absolutely stoked and excited about it. Now I'm kind of wrapping my brain about trying to figure out what that fourth film was. <laughs> um, God, I messed myself up on that one. Uh, what was it? It was... Halloween, Power Rangers, Amazing Spider-Man, and I don't know, something else. Whatever, not that important. Um, follow me on Twitter, you saw it. Um, other news, Seth Rogen, somebody I'm a huge fan of. He has been in the news a lot lately. He's currently working on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, animated film coming uh, with, of course, his team, uh, Evan Goldberg team. He's done a lot of films with, and in a recent interview, Seth Rogen was asked about his filmography and if he would ever reboot him or do a sequel or a remake or anything like that. And he announced, he said, uh, um, one that he would never do. He said, I think, quote, I think of all the movies we've ever made, Super Bad is the one I'd 100% probably never touch. Honestly, I don't think it requires improvement or anything to be built upon it. I'm unbelievably proud of it. It really holds up. People still watch it. Uh, high school kids come up to me telling me that they watched it for the first time and how much they loved it. I'm so terrified of subtracting from it in any way with a bad sequel or spinoff that I never do it. I have so few actual good accomplishments that I'm horrified to F with the ones I have. Um, gotta love Seth Rogen. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, one of my favorite actors as well. I always loved his stuff, and I completely agree. Super bad is just a phenomenal film. Obviously, I think there's a lot of people who would love to see a spinoff of um, the two cop characters, or to see what the two main characters of Super Bad are up to. But I agree with them. There's no real point to it. There's no real need for it. Nothing's gonna come from that that um, we really need. You know, it's fun ideas in our head, but honestly, we don't really need it. We just enjoy Super Bad. And now. Uh, yeah, the last bit of news I have is going to be DC Comics associated news here. Starting it off with, uh, we've got a Suicide Squad logo as well. Uh, that is for the film that is coming next year, 2021, from James Gunn. Also, we got a, a teaser for a Suicide Squad video game that we're going to get more information on at DC Fandom. Very interested in both of those uh, properties. Can't wait to see what we're getting with both of those properties. Um, other DC news, Kristen Wiig was recently did an interview for a magazine to where she talked about filming and was asked about Cheetah, of course. She playing Cheetah in Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, she said, quote, had to train for a few months at home first. I was excited to get in shape, but it was really effing hard <laughs> and uh, there were no days off. My schedule wasn't like Gal, of course Gal Gadot, who is Wonder Woman. Uh, my schedule was nothing like Gal's by any means because she was there all day, every day. 
Of course she was. She is our Wonder Woman, of course. Uh, back in, quote, but I had... But I had stunt training, and when they'd show me previews of what I'd have to do, I'd be like, are you insane? No, we weren't. Um, and then they, of course, asked her about Cheetah, and she said, quote, No, we weren't allowed to take any pictures. This was a lockdown. They have it somewhere, and you will see it, but there are different evolutions to my character, and I will leave you with that. Wonder Woman 84 is now scheduled to release October 2022. Fingers crossed that it keeps that release date. Um, cause I'm so excited for that movie, super stoked and happy about that movie. It's the last film that I was anticipated for, still expected to release this year. So fingers crossed we still get this, uh, in theaters this year, but yeah, that's good stuff. It's the first, um, first time we've really heard Kristen Wiig talk about Cheetah. So can't wait to see what they do with that character. I've avoided spoilers left and right. I know some images of the Funko Pop released, um, and I accidentally saw the Funko Pop this weekend when I was picking up some Funkos, um, but I diverted my eyes real quick, so I couldn't, you know, see. Um, but yeah, good stuff from Kristen Wiig. Speaking of DC, and earlier I mentioned DC Fandom, huge event coming on August 22nd called DC Fandom. We're getting so much DC news from movies to television to comics to video games to much more. Uh, they've announced, they dropped some teaser trailers for us, and they announced some of the uh, people that are going to be there that will include... Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, James Gunn, Idris Elba, Chris Pine, Gal Gadot, uh, Margot Robbie, Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson, uh, Ezra Miller, yes, love me some Ezra Miller, happy to see he is still attached to the Flash role with all the controversy that's been going on, Andy Machete, and Zack Snyder among the few, among the many, excuse me, that have been announced as attendees for the DC fandom. Big news, let's just jump into that a little bit, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, he's going to be, if he's there... He's talking Black Adam, right? Uh, James Gunn, Idris Elba, Margot Robbie, Suicide Squad, right? So uh, definitely going to get some Suicide Squad stuff there. Going to get some Dwayne The Rock Johnson stuff for Black Adam. Uh, Chris Pine, Gal Gadot, that means Wonder Woman 84. Can't wait to see what they bring us. Ezra Miller, Andy Machete, that's Flash news, baby. Flash is my favorite superhero, my all-time favorite superhero. So getting some Ezra Miller, Adam Machete is directing the film. Adam Machete, you know, for It. Um, so yeah, super excited about that. Love the flash. And then of course, Zack Snyder, we have Snyder's, uh, cut of justice league coming, which he dropped a teaser or he dropped a snippet photo of Steppenwolf and God, I'm stepping in happiness cause I'm ready for this bad boy. August 22nd is where DC fandom is going to go down. Be on the lookout for that. Cause that's going to be some big time entertaining stuff going on right there from my, my love DC comics. So that ladies and gentlemen, all that talking I just did just then, that was the news for this week's episode. I'm going to take a break and then come back with you with, uh going to talk a little bit about the movie Ad Astra, or however you want to pronounce it. I'll be back. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful, it comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! What are you thinking about? I do what I do because of my dad. He was a hero. 
kid gave his life for the pursuit of knowledge. Control, you're getting that over. Crazy out there. There's fires everywhere and plane crashes. They're calling it the search. Major, we have some highly classified information. What can you tell us about the Lima project? Its objective was to search for advanced extraterrestrial life. The ship disappeared approximately 16 years into the mission. And the commander was? He was my father, sir. This might come as quite a shock to you. Your father was experimenting with a highly classified material that could threaten our entire solar system. All life would be destroyed. We're counting on you to find out what's happening out there. I worry about you. I love you. Please begin your psychological evaluation. As best you can, please describe your current mental and emotional state. I'm feeling good, ready to do my job to the best of my abilities. I remain fully committed to the lawful completion of the mission. If necessary, I will destroy the project in its entirety. The Earth puts hopes in him. Welcome everybody back to the show. That was the trailer for the film Ad Astra starring Brad Pitt. Um, excuse me. Yes, film starring Brad Pitt currently at a 6.6 .6 out of 10 on IMDb. 80% Metacritic score and 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, synopsis for the film. 30 years ago, Clifford McBride led a voyage into deep space, but the ship and crew were never heard from again. Now his son, a fearless astronaut, must embark on a daring mission to Neptune to uncover the truth about his missing father and a mysterious power surge that threatens the stability of the universe. Released September 20th, 2019, the film stars Brad Pitt. Um, Ad Astra, space movie, sci-fi movie, thriller movie. I'm going to get into that in a second. We've seen countless space movies, be it... Apollo 13, to The Martian, to maybe even Endgame, right? So, countless numbers of space movies. So, how does this rank up space movies? How did I feel about the movie? Um, I enjoyed this film um, more than I thought I would. I've, I've seen mixed reviews about the film. A lot of people absolutely love this film, saying it's one of the great, greatest films they've ever seen, one of the greatest sci-fi films, one of the greatest space movies they've ever seen. Highly praised movie. Well, on the other hand, a lot of people have um, not liked the, liked the movie, calling it um, boring, you know, things of that nature. Me, personally, while I was watching the movie, never once was bored. 
I never once thought it was slow or um, forgettable by any means. The film itself has some very powerful visuals. Um, like I said, we've seen countless space movies, so you kind of get the idea of what you're looking for. But to me, when I was watching this film, God, it was so stunning watching all of it. I mean, there's so much things about space and just, you know, I don't know about you, but when I'm watching these movies that take take uh, take place in space, right, and you see that visual of Earth from space, it's just there's always something very powerful and gripping about that visual. So visually, this film was just incredible. I loved every single visual that we saw from space, be it the other planets or the satellites or spaceships or what have you. So cool and it looks so amazing. Um, Story-wise, story was very gripping and very interesting. There was moments when I was watching the film where I was, you know, I was captivated. I was there into it and I wanted to figure out where everything was going to go. Um, how is this going? Where is this going? As the synopsis I just read for you, there is a powerful story about um, a son who's kind of following in his father's footsteps. His father was a very, very um, highly regarded astronaut. He is now, his son is now an astronaut himself following in his father's footsteps. And he's on a mission about, you know, work his father did. So very gripping story-wise there. And there's just moments throughout the film where you're watching it and you're just wondering what's going to happen next and where is this going and how is this going to go. Um, it is a sci-fi film, but it's also classified as a thriller, which it, you know, 100% is a, uh, deserving clarification of it, or, um, description of it as a thriller, because there's a lot of thriller moments in the film, um, there's moments where I was watching, I'm like, this plays very well as a thriller film, there's edge of your seats moments, there's moments where your anticipation levels go up. And you're wondering what's around the corner or what's going to be here or what's going to happen next. Film does very well on playing with that because there's moments in the film um, where like the music's low and the score is low and everything's kind of, it builds on tension. And so good for any thriller film is tension and there's a lot of tension moments in this film for sure. So pays off there very well. Um... And there's some things that happened in the movie that I wasn't really expecting either. There's some stuff that kind of caught me off guard while watching it. Just, you know, no idea <laughs> some of the stuff was coming. Um, like going back to that thriller part, it 100% hits on that because there's just stuff that just came out of nowhere that you weren't expecting to happen. So, yeah, man, this movie, visually stunning great idea of a movie i mean the movie itself like i said he's the, the character is on a mission but you also find out that through this mission while he's on a mission job wise if you will as an astronaut there's also a um a story building and a human building in the process as well yeah you'll understand that while watching the film which i 100 percent say watch this film it was it was such it was a good time. I enjoyed every every moment while I was watching the film. It just it kept me captivated, it kept me interested. Never once was bored. Never um and coming out of this, I don't think the film has been overhyped by any means. I understand why people enjoyed and loved it so much. You know, as far as space films, I think it's up there as one of you know, those ones that are really good. I uh obviously Apollo thirteen is an incredible film. Um The Martian was a good time. In game, I guess you can kind of count as a space 
film. Uh, they do some stuff in space, but which I think, speaking of, Endgame was probably like the last movie I watched to deal with space. Um, technically, I would guess The Martian would be the last film that I watched to deal with space. Uh, comparing those two, I enjoyed this movie more than The Martian. Nothing against The Martian, but this film just between the visuals alone is just so incredible and such a such a masterpiece of watching just seeing that and I think the same person that did the visuals for The Martian did this film as well um in the story I just find so compelling and so interesting so Ad Astra I 100% say definitely check this movie out it's um it's worth it it's worth the view especially if you love if you're interested in space and space travel um they call space the final frontier which you know to me I don't think space is the final frontier I think uh the oceans are the final frontier but there's still so much about space, and there's always, I think space is still very interesting. All these decades later, I still think space is a very interesting thing to see. And, you know, like I mentioned, seeing planets or seeing um, astronauts, all that stuff, is still kind of a really cool idea, at least to me it is. So, Ad Astra, I 100% say, is worth the watch. Definitely check it out. Um, Brad Pitt did a great job in the film. Uh, I, you know, I'm not... Brad Pitt's not, I don't hate Brad Pitt, but he's never been like one of those actors that I see a film for, you know, I thought he was great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he's been great in countless roles, and he is a big star, of course, in Hollywood, but never been one of those actors, like, I gotta see this film, but he was actually, he, he was really good in this film, so, Brad Pitt did great, so, you know, and they got a great cast, Tommy Lee Jones is in it, uh, Donald Sutherland is in it, uh, Liv Tyler's in it. A strong cast, but overall, the, just the visuals and the story, you know, it's what you need. It's what you love for a movie, and this movie delivered on all of that. So, Ad Astra gets a pass for me. Pass in a good way. I gotta come up with another word, because pass kind of means, like, pass the movie. I don't mean I don't mean it like that. I mean, it gets a pass that this reviewer enjoyed it, and he's passing it on to you as in any film to check out and watch, you know? So, that's the review. I enjoyed that film a lot. Um... And that'll do it for this episode, basically. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me this week. I'm gonna, gonna close out this show with another song. Um, trying to keep them movie-related. So this week's uh, song is from the live-action Aladdin. Hope you all enjoy that song. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining me this week. I will be back next week with a new episode. And as always, remember that happiness can be found, even in the darkest of times, if one remembers to turn on the light. Talk to you next week.
Thank you for joining me this week. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get updates on all new episodes. As well, follow me on Twitter at review underscore it underscore Rob. Stay tuned for more adventures.